for thee, but not for me. This and more on the Manitoba Freethinker Podcast. Welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a wonderful day as always. Quick question. How many times do they gotta lie to you for you to have enough? Like how many times do they gotta implement rules for you and me and outright break them before you guys realize that we're not all in this together? I can tell you personally, I have stopped playing Pandemic a long time ago. I'm done with the masks. I'm done with, like, everything, man. Like, I mean, I'm just so done with it. But either way, Manitoba, let me know in the comments below. I want to hear from you guys. How much is it going to take for you guys until you guys are just fed up and stop playing Pandemic? Like the people in charge already are. They do not follow the rules that they implement on you and me. But like I said, Manitoba, let me know in the comments below. I want to hear from you guys. All right, Manitoba. Like I said in the question, when is it going to be enough? Like how many times do the powers that be, the ones in charge, have to keep breaking their own mandates for you to understand that they truly don't believe in the rules for uh, for them? Like they, they honestly follow that old saying, rules for thee, but not for me. It has been a complete shit show here in the province from our elected officials to our appointed officials. It has never been more clear you as an individual mean nothing to them. Rights? Like, you don't have any rights. I mean, it's never been so obvious here in the province. I don't even know where to start. It's been a complete disaster. I'm sure most of you are aware Judge Joyle came back with a decision that should really surprise no one. I mean, did you really think that he was going to stand up for your charter rights when they've been completely shredded by everyone else? And for those who are unaware, uh, a group of Manitoba churches took the province of Manitoba to court, claiming the mandates imposed by our Chief Provincial Public Health Officer, Dr. Brent Rusin, and Acting Deputy Chief Officer of Health, Dr. Jazz Atwell, were unconstitutional, and the lockdowns and restrictions imposed by our province were in violation of our charter rights and freedoms. And the case actually ended back in December, but uh, Judge Joyle, the presiding judge over the case, finally came back with a verdict over the last week. And like I said, shocker, uh, he claims that everything the province did was constitutional and our charter rights and freedoms violations were justified. I mean, it is outrageous. And keep in mind, folks, that this is after the president of the JCCF, which stands for the Justice uh, Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms, and that's the firm that's representing the churches. They got caught, the president, John Carpe, got caught hiring a private eye to follow Judge Joyle a few months back to see if he was breaking the mandates himself. So I'm sure that didn't help out the case at all. Uh, The judge claims that it's not going to play into his verdict. But like I said in previous shows, he is human. So, I mean, not good. But like I said, um, it's pretty clear that this, this, 
this this too bad like they didn't hire the private eye recently because after last week it's pretty clear that a whole shit ton of elected officials are breaking their own mandates while they're still telling you private individuals and private businesses that they must follow the mandates but first i will read to you uh the jccf release Manitoba Chief Justice rules public health officials shouldn't be second-guessed. The Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms is disappointed in the two concurrent decisions of Chief Justice Joyal of Manitoba Court of Queen's Bench upholding lockdown policies. The first decision held that the authority given to Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Brent Rusin was constitutional, the second decision held that the Manitoba government's lockdown restrictions were justified in their violations of charter freedoms of conscience, religion, expression, and peaceful assembly. Chief Justice Joyle also found that there has been no unconstitutional violations of the charter rights to liberty, security of the person, and that there was no violation of equity rights on lockdowns that saw stores restricted to selling only goods the government deemed essential and had churches closed for worship. The hearing on these issues occurred earlier this spring. During COVID, the Manitoba legislature comprised of uh, the people's democratically elected representatives had been sidelined in favor of the authority of Dr. Rusin. The issues ordered were not considered, debated, amended, or studied by the legislator. There was no requirement that Dr. Rusin provide the legislative with reports on the orders or the science which supposedly supported them. The applicants filed expert reports authored by world-renowned Stanford professor, epidemiologist Dr. J. Bhattachara, I'm sorry, I butchered that name, and former Manitoba Chief Public Health Officer Dr. Joel Kettner, and infectious disease specialist and medical microbiologist Dr. Thomas Warren. The materials before the court were comprised of more than 2,000 pages of peer-reviewed science and government data. The onus was on the Manitoba government to justify its restrictions on charter rights and freedoms as being reasonable, necessary, and beneficial. One of the crucial issues discussed in this trial was the operation and reliability of the PCR test that the governments across Canada, including Manitoba, used to diagnose COVID and measure its spread. Manitoba expert microbiologist Dr. Jared Bullard admitted that the positive PCR test does not diagnose whether someone has COVID-19, but rather is able to determine that the patient has remnants of the SARS-CoV-2 in their nose, which may have been there for up to 100 days. He acknowledged that a positive case could be someone who has not been contagious with COVID-19 for three months. The action contended that Manitoba, Dr. Brent Rusin as Chief Provincial Public Health Officer, and Dr. Jazz Atwell as Acting Deputy Chief Public Health Officer, failed to consider the collateral social and health costs of locking down society. The applicants contended that the public health orders, which restricted re religious gatherings and indoor and outdoor gatherings, could not be justified by Section 1 of the Charter. At 292 of the decision by Chief Justice Joyelle, he stated, In the context of this deadly and unprecedented pandemic, I have determined that it is the most certainly a case 
where a margin of appreciation can be afforded to those making decisions quickly and in real time for the benefit of the public good and safety. He added, determination of whether any limits on rights are constitutionally defensible is a determination that should not be guided only by the rigors of existing legal tests, but as well by a requisite judicial humility that comes from acknowledging that courts do not have specialized expertise to casually second-guess the decisions of public health officials. I want to say real fast that it's not the court's job to determine that it's the court's job to determine what is legal so it doesn't matter if the court thinks that they're second guessing health officials they just have to determine whether what the health officials are doing is legal or illegal and that's it so and uh the release ends off with we are disappointed in the decisions and are and in the unwavering defense accorded to the public health officials, stated Manitoba lawyer Alison Pajovic, we are carefully reviewing the decisions and are considering an appeal. And for a little more context, the Canadian press uh, included a few more quotes from the judge. Um, Manitoba churches lose court challenge against COVID-19 restrictions. A judge who ruled against the seven Manitoba churches that were fighting public health orders says says the restrictions were reasonable and necessary to stem the spread of COVID-19. Chief Justice Glenn Joyle said the orders did not violate charter rights and the chief provincial public health officer can lawfully impose such restrictions. Quote, The decision to temporarily close places of worship and otherwise limit the size of gatherings was rational, sorry, was rational, reasoned and defensible in the circumstances of an undeniable public health crisis, end quote. Joel wrote in one of the two judgments in the case related on Thursday. Joel said he agreed with government lawyers who argued it would be untenable if the only way to issue broad public health orders was through legislation. Quote, it could potentially handcuff and immobilize government's ability to act in a timely manner. That would certainly not be in the public interest, end quote. Lawyers for the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms, a Calgary-based group representing the churches, argued during the hearing in May that Manitoba's public health rules were unjustified violations of charter-protected freedoms. They said authority given to the health officer was unconstitutional. A special hearing for the case was held in July after Joel's said he learned that the president of the Justice Center had hired a private investigator to follow him while he was presiding over the case. John Carpe took a short leave from his position as the Justice Center and professional misconduct complaints were filed with law societies in Manitoba and Alberta. Throughout the pandemic, there has been times when Manitoba Health Orders restricted worship services, a significant surge of infections in the second wave, clogged hospitals and prompted all in-person and drive-in services to be banned. Government lawyers told the court it's within the bounds of the legislator to grant the chief public health officer the authority to impose reasonable rules. Quote, the impunged, in brackets, public health officers, sorry, public health orders, were intended as a circuit break to flatten the curve and avoid even greater loss of life or serious illness that was already being experienced, Joyle said. 
Dr. Brent Roosen, the Chief Provincial Public Health Officer, testified that he is bound by using the least restrictive means to stop the spread of the pandemic. The decision about churches was made because we, uh, he said, quote, we were in crisis. Our hospitals were full of COVID-19 patients. Our ICUs were full of COVID-19 patients, end quote. Lynette Sargus, the province's chief nursing officer, told court she supported the orders because hospital staff were exhausted and facing tough decisions about who can get care. During often heated and confrontational cross-examinations, the healthcare leaders were, questions about, were questioned about capacity in hospitals and intensive care units, as well as the efficiency of certain COVID-19 tests. Joyle said that the case was one of the first in Canada where a church's constitutional challenge also attacked the science that a government relied on to make its decisions. But the judge said that after the restrictions were put in place, COVID-19 numbers began to decline in Manitoba, which was consistent with what the province's science and modeling predicted. Quote, Manitobans flattened the curve and avoided a disastrous situation, end quote, said Joyle. Court also heard from Tobias Tyson, a minister of the Church of God Restoration, which is located south of Steinbach in rural Manitoba. Tyson said he cannot force worshippers attending his church to follow public health orders because it is, quote, God's jurisdiction. Tyson was arrested by RCMP earlier this week on outstanding warrants for contravening health orders. Restrictions have been loosely significantly in Manitoba, sorry, restrictions have been loosened significantly in Manitoba since the spring as cases of COVID-19 dropped and there was less pressure on the healthcare system. Currently, places of worship have to choose between requiring people to be vaccinated or restricting in-person attendance to 33% capacity or 25 people, whichever is more. Joyle said public health orders achieve an important societal benefit, protecting the health and safety of others. Quote, I have no difficulty concluding that any of the restrictions on gatherings and in-person faith services that were eventually implemented were, as Manitoba has argued, temporary and necessary, end quote. So there you have it, Manitoba. We stand no chance. I, I mean, I really hope that they do appeal, although I'm not holding my breath. As we move up the judicial system, we just get closer to Trudeau and his cronies who are continually shredding the charter rights and freedoms every single day. So really, I mean, they could appeal all they want, but the verdict is going to be the same. And you know what, Manitoba? This ruling gives Rusin, Gordon, the police, all of them, elected officials and appointed officials, a blank check to do as they please with absolutely no recourse. And the mainstream media, of course, will tote this line and they will defend everything the government does and paint anyone with a difference of opinion either violent or aggressive, or they'll make them uh, out to be selfish or uneducated. It is so obvious. The only hope is more Manitobans are waking up to this tyranny. But, you know, in the meantime, here in the province, wasting no time at all, and now with the blessing from Joyle, the RCMP went out and finally arrested Pastor Tobias Tyson. And like I mentioned, I'm sure most of you are aware, he was part of the suit against the province. And he's been fined multiple times for breaking these, quote, health restrictions. 
And I mean, this guy has had an uh, active warrant out for like the last eight months. And this has been hanging over his head. And now the province finally acts on it and actually arrested him. From CTV News. Manitoba pastor to be released following arrest for alleged defiance of public health orders. A Manitoba pastor is set to be released from custody following his arrest for alleged defiance of public health orders. Tobias Tyson, a pastor of the Church of God Restoration near Steinbeck, Manitoba, appeared virtually in court Wednesday following his arrest Monday evening. RCMP previously confirmed Tyson had been arrested for an outstanding warrant, like I said earlier, that's been over his head for the last eight months. Court documents show that Tyson is accused of defying public health orders on May 15th by gathering in a group of more than five people outdoors. The allegations have not been proven in court. Tyson was released from custody on a number of conditions, including a promise to pay $1,000 and a requirement not to organize, including requesting, inciting, or inviting others to any gatherings related to COVID-19 prevention orders made under the Public Health Act. The condition did specify, however, this does not impede regular religious gatherings or prevent him from performing his duties as a pastor. He is expected to appear in Steinbeck Provincial Court in early November. Tyson had previously been fined for breaking public health orders and is also among uh, the 10 applicants involved in the constitutional challenge of the orders, which I already explained to you came back apparently all constitutional which is a joke. The Church of God Restoration has also come under fire for holding indoor services at a time when only outdoor services were allowed. So there you have it, Manitoba. We are out arresting pastors with armed and dangerous suspects on the lam. Like we all got the, the notice on our phones about what Wes Waden or whatever that fucking clown's name is. There's armed robberies in Lac de Bonnie, St. Laurent. There's assaults, sexual assaults, and homicides throughout the whole province. And we're out arresting a pastor for holding church services. Our agents of the state thought it was necessary to go out and arrest a pastor and throw him in a cage who did nothing wrong other than just hold church services. Remember, folks, this all started when he wasn't even allowed to have drive-in services. And Judge Joyle thinks that that's not an infringement on our rights. And he thinks that the province was justified in everything. It's unreal. And now, for the icing on top of this pile of shit cake, the province is begging for us. Rules for thee and not for me. Elected officials such as our health minister, can you believe it, our health minister, Audrey Gordon, and our family's minister, Ro Ro Rochelle Squires, among many others, got caught for being mas maskless at an indoor event. And I'm sure most of you are aware of that by now. Talk about rules for thee, but not for me. And one of the more frustrating parts is how the media and our elected and appointed officials are trying to frame this story. And they're trying to frame it like they just took their masks off for a photo. It's outrageous. 
Like, who are you going to believe? Uh, what they say, or are you going to believe your lying eyes? But either way, from CBC, Manitoba ministers apologize for not wearing masks indoors during gala photo op. Two Manitoba cabinet ministers apologized for removing their face masks at an indoor gala on Saturday and want the people in the province to know it was an isolated incident. Family ministers Rochelle Squires, Health Minister Audrey Gordon, and Kathy Cox, the Minister of Sport, Culture, and Heritage, were photographed standing away from their tables without masks on inside the Winnipeg Art Gallery in pictures posted to Squires' social media. Masks are required in all indoor public places in Manitoba unless people are seated to eat or drink. Gordon, the MLA for Southdale, <clears throat> who is our public health officer, was asked about her choice to remove her mask for a group of for a group picture at a news conference on Monday announcing rapid COVID-19 tests for travelers and apologized for the move. You see how they frame that? Gordon was asked about her choice to remove her mask for a group picture when it is very clear that she didn't have a mask on to begin with. It wasn't for pictures they were taking their masks off. No one in that event had a mask on, except maybe the server, the, the staff. Quote, I want to comment first by apologizing to Manitobans and in particular as well to my constituents in the area of Southdale. I do believe that as Minister of Health, I should be held to a higher standard and have always upheld that standard, she said. I want Manitobans to know that the restrictions are there to protect us all, regardless of where we are and what the event might be, and that this is not going to happen again. End quote. Gordon said she hasn't heard if she will be fined, but will gladly pay it. Squires also offered an apology about her choice to remove the mask. When I'm out in public, I do believe in adhering to the public health orders and have worn my mask on all occasions. On Saturday night was a mistake, and I apologize for that, she said. Both ministers pointed to their participation in other events at the same weekend where they were masked the whole time and pictured wearing the personal protective equipment to show that they obviously take health orders seriously. CBC reached out to the Provincial Communications for a comment from Cox on Sunday, but have, hasn't heard back yet. Amy Harrison, the engagement supervisor for the art gallery, said the fundraising gala kept capacity to less than 50% and proof of double immunization was required to enter. Quote, guests were advised to wear face masks when not seated unless taking a sip of a drink. Some choose to remove the masks to have their photo taken although we did advise them to keep their mask on, she wrote in an email on Sunday. We increased our staff and presence to escort guests to tables, to hold doors open, to reduce contact, and to remind guests to wear masks and to increase sanitation. So, if you guys actually believe that, I have an igloo to sell you. Like, it's so outrageous that they are trying to frame it like these ministers took off their masks just for the photo. When photo after photo is now all over social media, where you could see these ministers in the background of other photos, just in, in their little circle jerks, little circle jerk circles, talking to each other. No mask in sight. And then they have the nerve to say that they 
They took it off for the photo. Bitch, please, you guys never had one on to begin with. Like, who the fuck are you guys trying to fool? And, I mean, it doesn't even stop there. Dr. Evil, or Dr. Rusin, as some people call him, was swift to jump in and defend the rule breakers. You know, they're in the, they're in the club. And, and I hate to tell you, you and me aren't. It's so outrageous. Manitoba's, uh, from Global News, Manitoba's top doctor says politicians who remove masks for photos are not offside. It seems Manitoba politicians may not have needed to apologize for recently appearing maskless in pictures at an art gallery event. Chief Public Health Officer Dr. Brent Rusin says while he doesn't know the details of what happened, people are allowed to remove their masks briefly to take photos. Do you understand what's going on here, Manitoba? Every single article keeps talking about that they're removing their photos or they're removing their masks for a photo op when it's clearly not the case. Okay, cool. You're allowed to move your mask for a photo. But are you allowed to attend an event and just walk around maskless? Because that's what happened. There were no masks fucking in sight. I'll continue, though. Manitoba requires mask use in all indoor public places under its COVID-19 public health orders. The orders spell out some exemptions such as temporary moving a mask to eat or drink, to give a speech, or to receive a service that requires the mask to be off. Last weekend, three Manitoba cabinet ministers and a Winnipeg City Councilor were seen in pictures on social media without masks and standing alongside, uh, uh, sorry, and standing alongside other people at the Winnipeg Art Gallery. They later said they were sorry. Quote, for the most part, the mask should be on. There are brief periods when it's reasonable for it to come off, Rusin said on Wednesday. If it was simply to remove a mask for the purpose of getting a photograph and then you put it back on, then that's in keeping with advice we've provided, said Dr. Rusin, which we all know is clearly not the case. Health Minister Audrey Gordon and Winnipeg Councillor Marcus Chambers have both said they removed their masks while sitting down to eat and stood up briefly to pose for pictures. That is an outright lie. Photos have been coming out where they're just standing there in their circles talking, no photographs, they're in the background, and they're not wearing masks. They are lying to you. Families Minister Rochelle Squires and Sports, Culture and Heritage Minister Kathy Cox were also photographed maskless while standing i mean how 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 many times do they gotta outright lie to you who are you gonna believe like i said earlier the people in charge or are you gonna believe your lying eyes i mean how stupid do they think we are photo after photo you could see them in the background not posing for a picture or eating or drinking all fucking maskless rusin dr rusin and our spineless media they want to think, they want you to think that they just took off these masks for and and just for posing for pictures. It it's such a joke. There were no masks on at all, no pushback from our mainstream media, nothing. And you know what? The the, the sad thing is, the majority of Manitobans will just accept this and move on. And you know what? The nerve of that sellout bitch Gordon to say, "quote I'll gladly pay for the fine if I get one." Like, fuck you, Gordon. 
first of all, we all know that you're not going to get one because you agree with these lockdowns and you want to enforce them on the general public. Your politics line up. You are part of the club. So we all sure as fuck know you're not going to get a fine. And second, if you if by some small chance you do happen to get a fine, it must be nice to have a job to be able to pay for that fine. Meanwhile, you're forcing thousands of Manitobans to lose their job and lose their source of income, you sellout bitch, while you tell people to do rules that you're not willing to follow, to follow mandates you're not willing to follow. Unreal. You'll gladly pay for the fine. Meanwhile, causing thousands of Manitobans to lose their job. You know what I mean? And, and like, back to the ruling. Joel, Judge Joel, he wasn't about to be kicked out of the inner circle. You know, he wants to attend all these fancy dinner parties. He wants to be part of the club. He wasn't gonna, he wasn't about to take, take away from the hand that feeds him. The latest enforcement numbers being released from the province show that the brown shirts of Manitoba went out and added another $17,970, bringing the total to over $3 million, $3,196,412 stolen from regular law-abiding citizens and businesses. That's over $3 million. And you think that Judge Joel was going to was going to go against that, against the hand that feeds them. And fuck the police. I don't have respect or sympathy for any of them. Any of them who have written one single ticket or enforced one single immoral mandate dictatorially enforced on us. Fuck the police. It was like 15 episodes I was pointing out that all these sellout politicians demanding that we defund the police and there was articles coming out about how the the police force were were having such troubled times and their the depression rates were sky high suicidal thoughts were sky high these politicians were calling for you to be defunded now you guys are out there arresting pastors for holding church services can you believe that fuck the police you sell out cowards you guys are being used and abused, bent over, fucked and forgotten. You know what I mean? But you cowards show back up, you show right up, licking the boots of the people shitting on you. And you want to steal money from regular Manitobans, throw regular law-abiding Manitobans in a cage? <laughs> I see on social media that there's some, quote, pushback from the WPS. Man... I'll have to see it before I believe that. 92% of the Winnipeg Police Service is double-dosed. So I don't expect any sort of help from that community. They they claim they're against the vaccine mandate, but with 92% of those bootlickers vaccinated, they ain't going to lose their job for you. I mean, arresting Tobias Tyson is just proof of that. Too many goldfish swimming around in the province here. Nurses just experienced what it was like to be fucked over by the province. You know, it didn't take long for the province to uh, to have them go from hero status to demonize them. You know what I mean? Teachers are next. 
And still, our spineless police won't learn. Like, who are you guys going to look for to support you guys during the next wave of politicians and when the media are demanding for you to be defunded and everyone's calling you a racist? Who are you going to look to for support? And you know what? I'm tired of these morons saying, who are you going to call when you're in trouble? You're going to call the police. First of all, the police show up after the fact and they just find out what happened. They don't stop anything. And second, if I needed to defend myself or my family, the only reason I would ever call the police is because the law forces me to, and the law doesn't allow me to adequately protect myself. So that's the only reason I'm going to call the police. But is it just unreal how quickly they forget? Like I said, it was like fucking five months ago that these these same people that are demanding the police to arrest and ticket and enforce these immoral mandates were demanding that the police be defunded. And they were all calling them fucking hateful racists. But the province of Manitoba, they're still not done dividing Manitobans yet. Still not done trying to confuse the Manitobans that are still trying to do everything right. Like, when is it going to stop? The, the province of Manitoba has uh has has the state of emergency is set to expire and does that actually do anything articles are coming out saying that this big bad scary fourth wave is plateauing state of emergency is done does that mean any change nope it all means nothing they are still coming for you and now they're coming for your kids aged 5 to 11 full speed ahead that's right, Manitoba, they want to vaccinate your kids. And it's vaccine or nothing. It doesn't matter if you have stronger natural immunities from having COVID already. There's nothing on, on, on any other form of treatment possibly working. There's, you know what? There's nothing even about you having COVID and actually being sick or not. This is only about getting the vaccine. They are okay with you having COVID, actually being sick, being in a public place and not being tested and spreading it to other people who have had two doses because yes, you can still give and get COVID with the vaccine. But they are not okay with you not being sick, not having COVID at all if you're not vaxxed. And Joel thinks that everything is on the up and up. And that's all constitutional. Like, what is it going to take to wake people up? You know what I mean? The, uh, the new vaccine, the federal vaccine cards are going to include the dates of when you got your vaccine. Of what kind of vaccine, but, but hear me out, the date of when you got it. And that is for one reason only. That is for them so they could tell you exactly when you have to take your next shot or you turn into a dirty unvaxxed. And it'll happen like that in the blink of an eye. One minute you're safe and you're fully vaxxed, as they call it. And the next minute, six months later, overnight you turn into a dirty unvaxxed. And like, what do you think is going to happen on top of it? More bullshit coming out of Trudeau. 
What do you think is going to happen when they don't let regular Canadians receive EI who have got laid off for not getting the vax? You know, that is still part of our constitutional freedoms, rights and freedoms, our charter rights and freedoms, medical choice. Like, what do you think is going to happen when these people can't collect EI for being laid off for not getting the vax? Do you think that these people are going to just decide to stop eating or stop feeding their family? These people are going to take matters into their own hands, and I don't blame them. Divide, 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 confuse, confuse, confuse. That is the name of the game. And, I mean, it... It's happening in every sector. Just like the bombers. The Winnipeg Jets couldn't even sell out their home opener. Can you believe that? The Winnipeg Jets did not sell out their home opener. Because there is a vast majority of Manitobans. Who are upset. Who are ticket holders. Season ticket holders. Who don't want to abide by this segregation. And vaccine mandate. But you know it's got to go further than that. Businesses that follow these immoral mandates or guidelines. They need to go bankrupt. And the businesses that don't segregate need to flourish. That's the only way to get through this. Non-compliance. I, I don't see any other way. The federal government will save mandatory vaccines for government employees, but then give over two-thirds an exemption. Out of 300,000 federal employees, over 200,000 of them have a vaccine mandate exemption. But then they will turn around and tell you as a private business that you have to enforce these guidelines. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm happy for these exemptions. But for the, the fact that if you're a small business owner that you're going to follow these mandates is outrageous. The government isn't even. I mean, again, rules for thee but not for me. How much... How much more can Manitobans take? Elected officials, appointed officials, police, court system, media, all of it going down the drain here in the province. I mean, COVID-19 has made that very clear. These people do not care about you and they do not have your best in mind. I mean... Like I said, Manitoba, though, I do want to hear from you guys. I'm I'm lost. I'm so done with this COVID-19 bullshit. These rules, I'm done. I don't follow them. I don't plan on following them, you know. But Manitoba, I do want to hear from you. Let me know in the comments below, what is your take on all this? Do you guys know anyone that have, that are actually losing their job? Um, Yeah, Manitoba, let me know. But Manitoba, that is going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I really do appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe. Do all that good stuff that helps out the show. Uh, like I said, share. It truly does help. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at MBFreeThinker. Facebook is Manitoba Freethinker. Same with YouTube. I don't upload all shows to YouTube. But if you uh, want to find out uh, anything that's going on or my past shows, you can go to my website at mbfreethinker.wordpress.com. 
and there'll be links to all my shows there. And uh, we are coming out with some merchandise, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, you can get a t-shirt or a sweater and support the show. And again, that is at Manitoba, or sorry, mbfreethinker.wordpress.com if you guys want to get some gear. But other than that, Manitoba, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. And be like I said earlier, because of my work schedule, um, shows will be spaced out probably every couple weeks. So I will see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye.